Man, that's a great cup of coffee. What's going on, everybody? And uh, welcome to the Cold Brewed Kind of Life podcast. I'm Casey, and I'll be your host. And uh, here we are, episode one, finally. Uh, This has been a project that has been numerous years in the making. And uh, finally, this year, everything came around, and uh, here we are. Uh, It's funny, you know, uh, this year marks the fourth anniversary of the death of Monty Ohm. And for those of you who didn't know who Monty was, uh, Monty was a animator and a content creator at Rooster Teeth. Uh, he is the man who created Ruby, uh, easily one of my favorite animes of all time. And uh, if you ever watched the behind the scenes, if you ever watched any of his uh, interviews, Monty was a person who just lived and breathed work. Uh, you know, he, pretty much from the time he woke up until the time he went to bed, that man was working. And, you know, this year, uh, after, on his anniversary, I was really thinking about it, and I finally made the decision, you know what, I've put this off long enough, I need to get this figured out, I need to get in here, and I need to make this happen. Uh, so, you know, this is for Monty. You know, thank you for your inspiration, and uh Hope you're hope you're watching up high. This should be fun. Um, so yeah, here we are, cold brewed kind of life episode one. Uh, got my nice cup of cold brewed death wish coffee. Uh, just started drinking this particular brand a couple of weeks ago, and holy cow! Uh, if you've never had it before, um, a if you're sensitive to caffeine, please don't do it. It will send you up the wall. Uh, but b uh, definitely recommend doing it cold brewed. I've had it both hot and cold and leagues of difference. If you do it cold brewed, so much more flavor, so much smoother. Uh, I can't, can't recommend it enough. Um, but yeah, so, uh, this year has been quite a year so far. Uh, I'm a avid gamer, uh, big time anime fan, uh, music, movies, you name it, I'm into it. Uh, this year, the the main thing that I was really looking forward to was the Division 2. And that just recently came out, and man, let me tell you, uh, after the first Division, I was a little skeptical going into this one. Uh, simply because the way the first Division turned out compared to what you saw from E3 and other uh, pre-launch uh content was that the game looked so interactive you know it was talking about players not even on the game being able to log into a tablet you know take control of a drone help you in a firefight Uh, there were so many grand things that were being introduced and and i really felt like the division one as a whole fell flat up until the very last patch and then you know that patch was massive for all the right reasons And that really brought a lot of people who were initially skeptical about the game into the game. And man, did it make a league of difference. Uh, And now here we are with The Division 2. It was kind of sudden. You know, you got not nearly as much heads up as you did for the original Division. So this go around, it was very quick turnaround from time of first real gameplay trailer all the way to gameplay. 
And I gotta say, after having already put close to 90 hours into this game, uh, I'm impressed. Most of the things that they touched upon this go-around, uh, they they nailed in spades, and that's really hard to do. Uh, granted, is the game perfect? No. There's numerous issues that have come about since the game is let out. Most recently was the Signature Skills Ammo um bug where it seemed like some people were getting it every single person that they killed uh versus other people it seemed like they just couldn't get any signature ammo no matter what the hell they tried and i know a lot of people are frustrated about it um the first major content patch came out uh, about a week or so ago uh that opened up world tier 5 opened up title basin uh weekly invasions and I know initially they had planned on bringing out the first eight-man raid this month in April. However, with some of the recent bugs, they have since pushed that patch back into sometime in May. Could be possibly further, uh, depending on what happens with all the bugs. Um, but, yeah, like I said, so far, everything I've played in the game has been absolutely phenomenal. Um, can't wait to see what the future brings. Uh, I do know you already have the asshats that are literally destroying all the gameplay in the dark zone. Uh, it just it drives you insane when you're when you're just playing PVE all the time. And the next thing you know, you go into the dark zone. You're like, all right, I'm gonna get geared up, get all this good stuff. You're in there five minutes, and you're immediately murdered. And you're just suddenly sitting there scratching your head, like, what what the fuck just happened? Uh, you know it. It'll drive you crazy unless that's your bag, in which case, you know, go have fun. Uh, me, I'm a big PvE player, uh, so I, I have a feeling my Dark Zone trips will be short and sweet. Uh, or in the case of the one that I already had, not quite so sweet. Um, but another game that I am very heavily into and had some amazing news come out this year uh, is Diablo 3. I've uh, been playing Diablo since the very first game came out on PC. Uh, huge fan of Diablo 3 so far and myself and I know a ton of other players you know they have the seasons built in uh, and then when the seasons are off people are still pushing higher greater rifts they're still trying to fine-tune all their gear uh, but you're really kind of capped out. You know, you, T13 is as high as you can go. Uh, and they just here about a week or so ago, they uh, they announced the Season 17 uh, Public Test Realm patch was coming. And with that came a bombshell of epic proportions news-wise for the Diablo community. And that was the addition of three new Torment levels. And, you know, for players like me and numerous others around the world, this is huge because we've been sitting here with our hands behind our back stuck on T13 for fucking years. And don't get me wrong, love the game, uh, but, you know, you can only hit that wall so many times before you want to smack your head on it even harder and just give up. So for them to finally announce, you know, three new tournament levels, uh, they're making a lot of in-game changes, um, especially one of the ones that numerous players have complained about is the puzzle ring. 
Uh, if you're not aware of what that is, uh, it's a specific item where if you use that with Kanai's Cube, you can open up a portal to the vault, which is a basic loot explosion factory of fantastic proportions. However, there are three different um, rarities when it comes to items. You have your basic item, you have your artifact level item, and then you have your primal artifact item. The catch is, is that it didn't matter what puzzle ring you use in the cube, you still had the same result. So you could put this one in 1,000 drop primal artifact puzzle ring into the cube and it wouldn't make a shit of difference. You'd still get, you know, the exact same level characters, loot, you name it, on that vault run as you would if you just put, you know, Jim Bob's puzzle ring that you picked up five damn seconds ago. So for a lot of people, there wasn't a real incentive to want to hold on to the puzzle rings, you know, especially the the higher tier ones. One of the big changes that they've got coming for this particular patch is they will have now different reactions in the cube for different rarity of the puzzle ring, which is fucking great because I know I've dropped numerous puzzle rings in there, especially artifact level ones. And it drives me insane that it's like, oh, cool, I just pissed away this ring that, you know, I might have dropped one more time in the next month, and I didn't get jack shit for a difference in terms of loot or anything else. So that's relatively huge. And then the last little bit of news that came with that was the Season 17 theme was going to be based around the Legacy of Nightmares set, um, which is... That's going to be fucking huge because a lot of your Legacy of Nightmare, Nightmares-based builds are all relatively high-ranking uh, greater rift-pushing builds. So it's going to be really interesting to see how Blizzard seems to take that set and really kick up how far people can go with it and see the end results. Because I know based off of this last season the um season of grandeur there have been a lot of really good high gr pushing builds that have come out of this so i'm really interested to see uh what comes out of this uh and then my last game so far of 2019 that uh could not believe they were finally announcing it can't wait for it to come out uh can literally see myself uh, spending the entirety of my year based on this game, uh, Borderlands 3. Fucking finally, it's here. It's coming. It's it's real. It's legitimate, folks. It's fucking here. Uh, they finally came out with it uh, a couple of weeks ago. Uh, first gameplay trailer uh, is coming here within just a couple of days, and I cannot fucking wait to see this. You know, four new Vault Hunters, uh, a, a damn gun with legs? Randy. Randy Pitchford. This, this dude must have finally lost his mind. The The creative process for this mind must have finally just pushed all of these people over the edge and went, fuck it, a gun with legs. We'll just, yeah, that'll work. On paper, that's gotta look fucking ridiculous. And now, they put it in the game and it looks even funnier and crazier. So, can't wait to see that. Um, 
finally, you can actually come off of Pandora. Uh, thank Christ for that, because don't get me wrong, first two games, three games technically have been phenomenal, uh, but Pandora, shoot me in the damn head if I have to spend another full game on that planet. Fuck me, it is insane. Uh, a lot of guns are going to be coming in this. Uh, hopefully, we see some further customization. Uh, I feel like that's one of the main things in Borderlands that if they really want to kick it up to a new level, that's where they need to take it. Um, you know, just finally add on, uh, you know, customizable items. You know, change your magazine, change your handle, your scope, your barrel. You know, add that kind of customization in there, and you can really take the billions of guns quote line and you can really take that into the fucking stratosphere because i mean can you imagine how much gameplay you could get when you're trying to find a specific item and tailor make that thing to your specifications i mean yeah it's gonna suck trying to farm for it but holy hell just the the end completion of that alone would be totally worth whatever time you would end up sinking into that but so yeah, those those right now, that's some of the biggest gaming news that I've I've had come out this year. So I'm I'm really looking forward to 2019. Uh, you know, in addition to that, uh, it it's it's here. The news has finally dropped. Star Wars Episode Nine. Um, I you know I'm a Star Wars fan. I I bleed Star Wars. I you know basically if I could I'd own a lightsaber as soon as they're marketable and you know legalized that would be fantastic uh but they finally put it out there the 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 title has been announced rise of skywalker and you know for someone like myself who's been watching this sh this movie series from the beginning i mean my first time watching star wars was in a old 80 something mark chevy or uh Chevy Mark 7 van, uh, you know, one of them big old boats that had the TV with the VCR and the removable table and a couch in a van, uh, you know, road tripping up and down to Vermont in that thing, watching old VHS versions of episodes uh, four, episodes five, uh, you know, I've since the special editions came out, uh, you know, since those movies onwards, I've always caught them opening night. Uh, so for me, it's also kind of bittersweet. Uh, you know, this is the accumulation of shit. We're coming up on 30 something years now, 30, 40 years of star Wars. And, you know, nine episodes later, uh, you know, not including solo or rogue one, we're here, we're at the end. And I mean, what do you say to that? You know, for, for a lot of kids nowadays, they're just really getting started in Star Wars. And, you know, there's no real easy way to to deal with the ending. You know, there's a gentleman online who has caught quite a lot of flack for one of his uh, reaction videos. But, I mean, at the same time, I'll admit, I pussed up. Uh, shit, I got teary-eyed at it because that franchise has been such a part of my life oh i've read 
a, a massive amount of the books. And granted, all the, the last three movies have not been in any way, shape, or form, regrettably, uh, based on the extended universe. Still a fan nonetheless, still reading them. Uh, and that's because, to me, you know, there are now two separate Star Wars universes. You know, you have the one that you were born and raised on and the books that continued it, and now you have this newer trilogy that has a brand new expanded universe. And, um, you know, if we're just going to be completely honest, was I completely thrilled with the way Disney took the new trilogy and ran with it? No, not at all. I, when I first heard some of the storylines and then watched The Force Awakens, beautiful movie, loved J.J. Abrams and his directing on that was spot on. Story was lacking. Like I, uh, granted, spoiler alert on a you know fucking years old movie now. You know when they killed off Han Solo in that movie, I about to rip my damn hair out because fuck, it was Han. I mean, what? Why? first and foremost, would you kill one of the top three characters? And, you know, granted, now here we are, episode nine, uh, yet again, spoiler alert for another year's old movie, Luke died in the last movie, you know, Han died in Force Awakens, and, you know, as we all know, unfortunately, Carrie Fisher passed away before, you know, episode nine could be finished. So they have since gone back and pulled footage from, uh, other footage from episode seven and have spliced that in episode nine. So I'm really intrigued to see how well that's going to pan out. Uh, but you know, here we are, the, the overall story of episode nine is shaping up to be quite unique. You know, for those of you who have already watched the trailer, uh, the laugh heard around the world fucking rocked the star Wars community and sent, you know, millions of fans, myself included, into a complete clapping hysterical mess. You know, that's the fucking Emperor back. Yo, who, and reading a, uh, an interview with some of the executives behind Star Wars, you know, and then finding out, you know, that was the plan all along. Like, them bringing the Emperor back, that was on paper a fucking idea that somebody had and went, this is going to be excellent. And you know what? Well played, because I truly believe it's going to be excellent. That was probably one of the better decisions I've seen them make in this new trilogy uh, and, and may end up being the saving quality to what was kind of a lackluster first two movies. First one was great. Uh, there were some off points, but you know that's any movie. The second one, while visually fantastic, the story and the overall um, direction that Rian Johnson took with that movie still kind of has me a little puzzled. But at the same time, obviously him and J.J. Abrams had some sort of a roadmap that they planned on following. So we're just going to have to uh, sit back and hope that the, uh, the story comes out quite the way that they were, they were hoping for it. So, um, but yeah, I mean, uh, other than that, you know, things have been going pretty good. Uh, I just recently made the gasp switch from Apple back to Android, uh, you know, 
my wife and numerous others consistently and still to this day are asking me, why? Why did you do that? Why switch from Apple to uh, back to Android? And you know, for me, it was simple. You know, the, the work that I do, I take a lot of notes. And I got really tired of carrying around a gigantic fucking notebook and a pen that nine times out of ten I would go to use it and the damn thing would be broken. So then I'd be stuck trying to remember, you know, important facts throughout my day for, you know, what could be up to a couple of hours. I can tell you right now, my memory retention is shit. Uh, I will straight up forget things you told me five minutes ago if you ask me ten minutes later. So I, I switched over to a uh, Galaxy Note 9. Fucking love this phone. So glad I switched. Uh, but I've already encountered some some interesting things uh, while trying to find uh, some accessories for it. Now, I am a tech nerd, so naturally I've got to have all the cool accessories. Uh, picked up one of the uh, Gear S3 watches. Uh, if you have a Samsung or any kind of Android-based smartphone, you know, get you one of these watches. Uh, Price-wise, they are still really affordable. Uh, battery life is amazing, and overall quality is just nice. It looks like a beautiful watch. Uh, but I encountered something interesting while trying to buy one, uh, most notably from eBay. And there was a gentleman that you know, I kept going back and forth with about, you know, the buy it now price that he had or actually in this case on this one it was a auction that had a make an offer selection on it so i made him an offer that was very reasonable and he kept going back and forth with me on it and finally we got to within you know like literally dollars of each other it wasn't a huge fucking margin we're not talking 30 40 50 dollars off from each other's offers you know we're talking like five bucks and dude kept pushing kept pushing kept pushing and finally after you know numerous conversations it was like i'm sorry dude but you are sitting here with an auction that's at that point when i started talking to him was about five hours from completion no bids no watchers no nothing guy had zip for activity on the damn thing and here i am making him a cash right now offer and dude kept wanting to fight with me about it and try to drive me higher and higher so i stepped away and ended up going with another one that yes i paid probably five dollars more than i would have the original one but Here's where the interesting part comes in. So I I was still watching a couple other items not related to a watch, and I forgot that I still had that guy's watch on uh, on my notification screen, and I noticed okay well you know cool for him he finally got a couple people bidding on the item, and uh, it was funny because when the auction ended, the auction ended at the exact same price that I offered him to buy it for immediately. Which, you know, A, karma fucking sucks because you want to sit there, you want to keep beating around the bush. Oh, no, I'm going to try and get more money for my item. And then, you know, here comes karma rearing its head and hitting you in the ass because you didn't get any more than what I was offering you for the watch that you were pushing so hard. Which, you know, haha, very funny. Fast forward 12 hours. You know, the next morning I get up, I'm checking my phone for a delivery notification or shipping notification for the stuff that I bought the day before. And I noticed I had an email from eBay saying, hey, you know, this item's been relisted. Don't miss out on this opportunity. 
sure enough, here's dude and his watch again. And it's like, huh, well, that's kind of interesting because I can tell you for a fact that it ended and that somebody won it. So you know, this just goes to show you that there are people, spe- specifically buyers or sellers like this guy, that are like, oh, you know what? I sold the item. I was going to get some money, but fuck the guy who bought it. I'm going to cancel it, and then I'm going to repost it with a just buy it now price for what I was originally trying to get. It's like, so first and foremost, I'm I'm an eBay seller and buyer. You know, I, I'm not top of the line i don't have you know 5000 sales or you know an insane amount of business coming through there uh, but you know i'm a pretty regular person on ebay so it really chaps my ass to see you know this douche nozzle over here who was so pissed off that he didn't get the extra $25 that he screwed somebody out of a what would have been a fantastic deal for the watch at the price that guy had got it for and because of how petty he was, he just said, yeah, fuck it. I'm just going to repost it and, you know, hope that I get the money out of this. So, you know, moral of the story, don't be that shit eBay seller. You're the kind of guy that is going to end up pissing somebody off and you're going to end up losing more money in the long term because, you know, your douchebaggery is going to come back and kick you in the teeth. So, yeah, don't be that guy. And then, uh, you know, in in the same retrospect uh, as eBay, I also use uh, a localized app uh, called LetGo. And, uh, you know, LetGo, I also use OfferUp. And, you know, I had a few things that had been posted up on there for a couple of days or a couple of days. And then I had some other items that have been up there for quite a while because I didn't expect anything like that to sell overnight. You know, those are more extended buys. You know, I might have someone show interest in it, you know, a month after I put it up, you know, cool, whatever. Um, but here recently, one of the specific items I had would, you know, it was a very high dollar item <laughs> and, uh, I haven't had one of these in a while, but I had a, a buyer, a potential buyer that was asking me, you know, hey, what kind of negotiation can you work with me on this price? So, you know, looking at it, I was asking him what his price range was. And he's like, well, you know, I just recently did all this stuff and I'm really trying not to spend all that much money. I was like, okay, cool. Well, you know, I can wiggle a little bit on the price. What kind of price were you thinking? And he's like, oh, I was just thinking you could give it to me. And, you know, I was in the middle of stuff, and I just stopped. I got fucking full-blown, dead stop, stared at my screen, mouth open, brain dying at this point. And I'm just questioning, what fucking logic did he come up with that the words, I just thought you would give it to me for nothing, would work? Uh, first and foremost, no. Uh, <laughs> hell no. Because, you know, A, I worked my ass off to get said item and to think that somebody is smart enough, I guess, to say, oh, well, maybe if I Jedi mind trick this poor bastard into giving me the item, I'll get it for nothing. It's like, A, first and foremost, you're not the first one that's tried that crap on me. Don't, don't try and play that card. I'm not stupid. It's not my first time selling an item on this site or any site. So yeah, no. 
And, you know, I've gotten the old sob stories of, you know, uh, so-and-so's birthday, uh, so-and-so's sick, so-and-so this, that, and the other. And, you know, those are things that, yeah, I, I have done things in the past for people, you know, if they are in a pinch or something. And I can kind of feel it out that they're being legitimate about it. But when you just straight up are like, yeah, no, I was just thinking you could give it to me for free. Uh, yeah, no, you can go ahead and turn that horse around and ride it straight back off into the fucking sunset because that ain't happening. Um, so that one, I, I straight up laughed out loud about that one. And uh, it, even to this day, I think that is probably the most blatant act of just not giving a shit about someone and what they're selling or what they're doing and yeah i i was about to die on that one um and then uh you know kind of wrapping up uh this episode wanted to talk about the phenomenon sweeping the nation uh and that is game of thrones final season it is here uh as of recording this episode episode three just finished up however i will not be touching on that one today that will be in next week's episode uh i instead am going to touch briefly on episodes one and two so spoiler alert if you have not seen either of those two episodes you may want to kind of tone deaf yourself here for a few minutes because i'm going to go a, a little bit in depth into it and uh holy shit here we are buckle up this six episode run is going to be a damn doozy uh, you know, they did not pull any punches coming out of the gate with episodes one and two. Granted, they were very slow paced. Um, you know, a lot of it is just story building at this particular point. However, there's a lot of news that has already come, come and dropped. And yeah, it, it's, I'm really intrigued to see how, they are planning on ending the series because right now it fuck it's anybody's game because you don't know what the hell is going to happen uh you know episode one here comes john and danny marching right up into winterfell like they own the place and sansa sitting there just giving danny the worst case of side eye i think i've ever seen holy shit i felt the heat off of that through the tv um and yeah, it was just really interesting seeing the interaction finally here we are after you know seven seasons of uh, Jon Snow and Arya finally having their reunion, and man, that was that was well needed, uh, you know, for both of them because they've both had really really shitty runs in this show. Um, so it was good to see those two back together, and and just the kind of little moment where they were comparing their swords, uh, you know, it was really cool to see. You know, John realized, you know, A, that she still had that sword, but, you know, the look on her face when she got to hold Longclaw, it was just like, fuck yeah, this this is a badass sword, and, you know, I'm, I'm pissed off I can't have it. You know, and then, um, of course, the bombshell finally, finally hit, where Sam in the crypts with John finally unleashes the news that he is actually a Targaryen and a rightful heir to the throne of the seven kingdoms. And that was like the collective. Oh fuck moment of the show. That was let's face it. Seven seasons in the making, uh, you know, cause for many, many seasons, John has slowly built himself up into this character who you could see 
was going to end up being something special to this show. You just didn't really know what. And now, here we are, finally, and you realize he's something on a high, high level of importance. And how they play out the rest of the season from that is going to be very interesting, you know. And then uh, episode two, it's pretty much just all preparation. Uh, you know, Gendry in the forge hammering his ass off, making these dragonstone weapons. And then the the scene that the whole world fucking imploded about was Arya finally punching her V card with Gendry, because you know nobody didn't see that coming uh i guess you know i just think it was funny that earlier in the show gendry was hammering on dragonglass and then Arya turned around and hammered on gendry which was <laughs> ultimate ultimate play on words there um but it was just interesting that particular scene and and you know the feedback that it got from people was oh my god why is Arya having sex with gendry and it's like okay first and foremost uh, no, you know, if you do the math in the show, she is of age. So they just need to take that train and, and go ahead and pull that one on out of the station. Uh, the interesting one is that let's, let's recap the show for those of you who might not be completely in the know. That was probably the most consensual and in control sexual encounter in that whole show. So why people are getting up in arms about that particular one fucking befuddles me. But, you know, I'm just a casual viewer who doesn't sit here and review shows on a weekly basis or, you know, have a big column. I'm just that guy chilling in his couch with a beer in his hand watching the hound go and beat the piss out of someone again, laughing the whole time. So, yeah. And, uh, you know, the preparations are complete. They, the last remnants from the night's watch have made it to winterfell with the news that you know fuck the white walkers are basically right behind us uh y'all better get ready and you know in one of the more endearing moments during the show which was also you know numerous seasons in the making was jamie unexpectedly whipping his damn sword out making brianne a knight now first and foremost fuck yeah hell yeah it's been long overdue. She's done mowed through all the shit and everything else that Westeros has thrown at her. So, yeah, that was definitely well overdue. And it was even more poignant the fact that Jamie was the one who did it. Um, but then, you know, White Walkers are here. Brienne got knighted. Arya punched a V card. And, you know, what comes in episode three? Uh, from. I have seen it, and let me tell you, holy shit, things get dark and uh, things get brutal. This is going to be a, an episode that's definitely worth going a little bit more in-depth into. Uh, but, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Game of Thrones, fuck you guys. You you are the, the mental mind job that makes people sit here on the edge of their seats for another seven days until... You released another feature film length episode because damn hour and a half for episode three and i think from everything i remember hearing before season eight came out uh they are only going to get longer 
Uh, so make sure you take your bathroom breaks early, get your snacks and your drinks all set up because you're going to be sitting on your ass for a while waiting for the next couple episodes. But, um, so yeah, there we go. <laughs> Episode one, that's, uh, in the books. Uh, ultimate goal for this right now, um, probably going to make this a bi-weekly pro- uh, podcast due to, uh, work schedule, but, uh, if things start to pick up, um, then I might end up kicking in and making it a weekly podcast. Uh, so thanks for everybody who listens. Uh, you know, feedback is extremely, extremely helpful. You know, this being episode one, I do not expect it to be perfect. Um, but for anybody with social media, you can follow me on Twitter at, uh, at cold brood KL and, uh, yeah, so if y'all have any recommendations, topics you'd like to see on next week's episode, uh, well wishes, anything, you name it, just throw me a throw me a tweet, hit me up in there, uh, and uh, let me know what you guys liked and didn't like. But uh, thank you very much. Appreciate everybody coming by to listen, and y'all have a good rest of the week. Damn, now I need some more coffee.